your hand in your skirt, cause keep your hand in your skirt is a fun way to remind yourself to mind your own business. You are a woman who manages her own set point. So ladies, keep your hand in your skirt. Hello and welcome. Keep your hand in your skirt. My name is Sabrina and I am your host, Keep Your Hand in Your Skirt podcast. Today we have a special guest visitor. This little baby wanted to join the party today. If you can see the video, you will see I am holding a four pound rose quartz crystal. And this baby, the frequency, the energy from this quartz is powerful. I am not yet sure of her name, his name, they, them, not sure. Usually names come in, but so far this name has not yet landed. So I will let you know when I find out. So today's topic, what is today's topic? Today's topic is mind your own vibration, M-Y-O-V, right? M-Y-O-V. What does M-Y-O-V mean? Mind your own vibration. It's It's a cute, clever way to remind people to take care of you. Keep your hand in your skirt, right? It's a cute, fun, simple way to remind you, you got to take care of you. So we are sitting on the holiday season right now, right? This week is Christmas is in Sunday. Today is the, the 19th, I believe, of December. So we've got Christmas in six days. We, most of us are around family and friends. And so often... During the holiday season, we just go on autopilot. Like, so my, my question for you or my, my uh, conversation for you today is, are you minding your own vibration? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you being a self-advocate during this holiday season? And many of us, I know from my own example, I never really considered like what I needed for the holiday season. I never considered like what what would make my heart happy, right? I just, I did, it was the season to give, right? So I functioned from overgiving, overdoing, over over wanting to bring joy, happiness in other people's reality, right? I did not mind my own vibration. I did not MYOV. I had my hands all up in everyone else's skirt or pants. And you know, you, you think, we tend to think like, well, making sure like everybody else is happy, like that's the best contribution you can be. And what I've come to discover is, is that really true? If you're giving from a place of should or guilt or have to, is the person really receiving the best? And this reminds me, for example, in my family, um, I had a sister who was really triggered by all of the wasted Christmas paper right? All of the the gifts, right? And there's an enormous amount of waste. And she was just really conscious of recycling and waste. And I didn't know it because she didn't communicate, but it used to just, she just cringe when she would see all the the gifts. And I thought to myself, like, she's showing up because she has to, because she feels guilty, because she doesn't want to disappoint you know, my mom, she doesn't want to disappoint her kids, but her body's like not happy. And I always, when I found out like she really didn't want to be there, it made so much sense 
because her energy wasn't like she didn't bring energy of like joy like it was like I didn't understand energy at the time but she had that wishy-washy energy because she did want to be there for my mom for her kids but she didn't want to be there for herself she was really triggered by all this wasted wrapping and all this extra paper right and so I thought to myself like is she really a benefit? And from, from me, a person who can read when somebody, like, I didn't know the story and I didn't know why she didn't want to be there, but I just, you could feel a heaviness from her. You could feel like something was inconsistent, right? Something was not congruent. And I, when I go to a party, like, I realize, like, I only want people who really, really want to be there to be there because it messes with the energy of the collective. It messes with the energy of the group if somebody doesn't really want to be there. So then it makes me realize, like, wow, like, she wasn't a contribution to me by showing up, and I would have preferred she stayed home, or I would have preferred she articulate and told all of us that she, the wrapping paper, like, drives her nuts. And could we, like, because we could have wrapped gifts and blankets and towels. I mean, right? There's tons of ways we could have accommodated what annoyed her, but we weren't given the opportunity, right? She didn't speak. She didn't, like, advocate for herself. And so, like, it wasn't a contribution to me. And then I think about how many times have I gone places because I should, right? Want to make my mom happy, don't up, you know, my mom has a system and we, everybody like does my mom's system, right? I'm a grown ass adult and I like never did the holidays from, for what I wanted to create, right? I was just a follower. My, this is what my mom wants us to do. This is what I'm going to do. And so I realized, like, I'm not a contribution to people when I'm coming to the party, when I'm coming to the gathering with wishy-washy energy. That's not a contribution to the collective, to the group of the people who are there from a pure place of really wanting to be there. So my suggestion is, if you are going to go to an event, a gathering that you don't really want to be at, I suggest you do what Abraham says. And Abraham says, get into alignment before you go. Like, do the work to get into alignment so then when you do go, you're coming from a pure vibe. You're coming from a, 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 a stream of that you choose to be there. It's your choice to be there, and you're going to be a contribution to be there. And just having that awareness that you are not a contribution if you don't really want to be there. I think that's really, like, important. As well as I think it's really important to think about, like, what do you need? And are you being an advocate for yourself? Are you, like, so often many of us women, right, as overgivers, as codependent women, like, I would be an advocate for my children. I would be an advocate for people I love. But what about self-love for me? And remember last time I told you the highest form of self-love, self-compassion is the highest form of love from the Pleiadians. The Pleiadians said the highest form of pure love is self-compassion. So do you have self-compassion for you? Are you a self-advocate for you? Have you figured out what you and your body need in order for this season to be enjoyable and memorable and meaningful for you? And can you give yourself permission to, to speak up for yourself, to even like just to ask your body the question, like what would make this holiday season great for you and your body? 
And maybe it's just as simple as communicating with people to tell people you don't like wasted Christmas paper, like, right? Like when you find out what you and your body need and then you choose to articulate for yourself, you choose to advocate for yourself, you choose to communicate, probably in many situations it's easier, right? It's easier for the group if they know what you need because people love you, right? Your friends and family, people inviting you to these gatherings, they, they want you there, right? They want you there because you, you're important to them. So why not speak up for yourself? Why not, first of all, figure out what it is you and your body need and then articulate it. Give yourself that gift of self-care. So I love that quote from the Pleiadians that self-compassion is the purest form of love. So for this holiday season, I encourage you to have self-compassion, to be an advocate for yourself, to listen to what you and your body need. So this really can be the season that you can be merry and bright. So keep your hands in your skirt. Thank you for listening. Happy holidays.